Hello, 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 and welcome to Resale Queen Chronicles, where I am Tiffy T, your host, Tiffy T, the Resale Queen. And we are back for another installment of Resale Queen Chronicles. So the day we our subject matter, we're going to talk about shipping a lot. And you may wonder, what the heck are we talking about shipping for? Why is that even important? Yeah, I know shipping goes along with reselling, but why would you focus on this? Well, as I was going through the week, um, I, what I like to do when I when I work on the next show, I like to see what's trending, what's happening in the resale world, and what's hap- and what really is the pulse of what's going on for for resellers. Well, looking at the time of year it is uh, right now, as this is being recorded, we are in the middle of September of 2021, which means we really need to get really started with what we're planning on doing for the holiday season. Now, you may think, all right, Tiffy T, that it's a little early for that. Why would we need to start thinking about the holiday season and shipping? Uh, Well, do you remember last year? Do you remember how things were and how how things just ended up being the way that it did with shipping? How you could have ordered something on December 10th and it didn't show up until January 20th of the next year? Yeah, you need to start thinking about shipping. It's it's important. But I just wanted to, to talk about different aspects of dealing with shipping with customers. And so first thing I was going to talk about today is I see this debate sometimes with uh, resellers, especially online on like different Instagrams and things like that, where people talk about free shipping versus buyer paid shipping. The way I run my business, I provide free shipping. And the reason why I provide free shipping normally is because I understand the psychology of free shipping for a customer. And why do I understand that? Because I'm a customer and I will look at, okay, that costs that much, but this costs this much. All right, this one is cheaper, but I have to pay for shipping. And then it's always a game of trying to figure out how you can get something shipped to you fast and cheap. Well, as a person who works in this business, I know that it's going to be a significant amount of money from time to time. That's according to, you know, the weight, where it's coming from, those type of things. And whatever um, service uh, the, uh, the company that I'm buying from has it set up for which company they use for their logistics of shipping. Sometimes for regular standard simple items, it's about seven or eight dollars because most companies are going to try and ship something priority because it has a tracking and things like that. Um, They may not uh, try to ship it um, as a first class package. Uh, You know that as eBay sellers, that that's how we live. That's our bread and butter, you know, because it doesn't look as prestigious as saying that something is expedited. So. I look at it as psychology. I, when I first started, oh, if you see me looking around, it's because there's like a little ladybug flying around in the room. So it's a ladybug. I'm gonna leave it alone. Um, When I first started, shipping was something that I always had a lot of questions on. I just, I just couldn't get my head around how to handle it. 
because, and not just because, you know, I'm talking not talking about taking an item, putting it into a box or putting it into a poly bag or something like that. It was just, I didn't know how much to really charge because I wanted to make sure that my shipping costs was covered, but I kind of also wanted to make money off of it because shipping and handling, because that's, that's the thought process. So for me and my business, most of my items are free shipping. I calculate what I, from what I know of how the shipping is, how much the shipping is going to cost. And I put that into the price of the item. It's a psychology thing. I know that it works because it works on me. If you think about it, look at Amazon just as a customer. I am a prime member. I find things that when I'm looking for a certain item, I go and I check to make sure that it's a prime eligible item. Why do I do that? Because I know as a prime member, I'm going to get that item in less than days. That's how it works. So even if that item happens to be a dollar or two more, I'm willing to pay that for the convenience. So that's, that's what I do. Now, if you do buyer paid shipping, not saying that that's a problem, I would always just remember that people are now more sophisticated on what on what actual costs are. So you don't want to over overcharge when it comes to shipping. Yes, you can charge for shipping and handling because handling is you handling the product and putting it uh, in, into for shipping, getting it to where it needs to go before it gets uh goes through the logistic process with whatever the shipping company is. But I don't feel like you should completely overcharge. Why? Because the customers are going to see through that. They're going to look and analyze in their head, okay, this item is $25, but the shipping for it is $14. That's a lot of money. Why would it be $14? How is it being shipped? It's being shipped through the post office. Why would it be $14? Now, not saying that that isn't plausible if the item is heavy, <laughs> that, you know, but as a person who does shipping, I know that roughly if I'm putting something that fits in a USPS uh, flat rate padded envelope, it's going to be about seven something, maybe six something. It's a, uh, 680, 720, something around that, around that amount for me. And I know that. Customers know that. So you don't want to overinflate, but you also don't want, don't want to lose money either. So for me, I put the cost of the shipping into the cost of the item. Then they have that psychology of I'm getting free shipping. Yay, I won. That's just me. Everyone is different. But that's that's my thought process on on dealing with shipping. So next item that I am going to talk about, since we are talking about shipping this whole time, and I brought already brought up the USPS. We are getting ready to go into the holiday season. I know that you may have heard different things in the news in reference to like a chip shortage. Uh, that's why some car manufacturers are actually 
shutting down, or I should say pausing their making of cars. I know in the telecommunications uh, industry, they're having problems with getting chips for um, like cable boxes, anything that requires a chip to work. Uh, yeah, for it to work, and which is a lot of devices that we use. Because of all of these shortages, a lot of product, you're, well, actually, we're not going to get a lot of product. So that means people are going to be really searching hard and starting early for their holiday shopping. So you need to start stocking up on your stuff now. Honestly, you should have stocked up couple months ago, but that's, but that's neither here nor there. You need to get ready for the holiday season today. Now, most people say the official start of holiday season shopping is what's known as Black Friday in the States. And we call, it's the day after Thanksgiving, which is normally the last week of, um, of November. People aren't going to wait that, that long. They're going to start within this month or next month to really start looking for, uh, for, for holiday gifts. So you need to get ready. And the post office already knows this. So they put out um, a message saying that if you are looking to receive uh, packing supplies or shipping supplies like priority mail containers, parcel selects, um, any of those type of things. So anything that's like priority mail, um, you need to order this stuff early, like right now. <laughs> so don't wait until you run low on USPS priority mail packaging. Uh, you will not be able to like replenish your supplies. Uh, but if you want to, and expedite it, they are willing to provide that for you, but for an additional cost. Now, you may have heard me in the past talk about, yeah, the post office offers free free shipping supplies. So does UPS. I'm sure FedEx probably does too. I just haven't uh, opened an account with them to get free supplies. Um, and you get the, you know, you go, you go on their website, you order the, uh, that whatever type of supply you need, whether it's um, things like this for the address label, or if it's uh, a priority boxes or priority envelopes, whatever you need. Um, in my opinion, sometimes you can get them fast. Sometimes it takes a week. Um, it's all according to how there's how the logistics is working at the post office. Well, if you want something faster. They are offering an option during this time period, but it's going to cost you $12.65. Outside, I'll tell you again, $12.65 per priority mail container. Now, I don't know how big those containers are. So if you think about it, <laughs> get your stuff now. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're in the middle of November and you have all these orders and you don't have, especially those flat rate priority uh, envelopes. Yes, you can go to your post office and maybe get a few if you have a post office that keeps things like that in stock. 
uh, up front in the counter. They might, I'm pretty sure they'll have some in the back, but that's not going to carry you through if you're a full-time seller or even a part-time seller. My household, <laughs> we just got a, a box full of the flat rate padded envelopes. And I'm looking at it. And when I say we just got, I mean about a week ago. I need to order some more. So we're going to get a whole lot more so that we don't run out for the holiday season. Just, just letting you guys know that. So uh, stock up on your post office supplies because you are, you do not want to put yourself in a situation where you don't have the supplies you need and overpay for things, especially when it comes for shipping. And we'll be right back after this. Shipping can be complicated and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to ShipStation, a web-based shipping software for online retailers. Import orders from wherever you sell and create labels for however you ship, all in one place. With our powerful automation tools, mobile app, and branded tracking page, you can focus less on shipping and more on growing your business. With ShipStation, you save both time and money. Let's get shipped done. Get started with ShipStation today. Click the link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. And we are back. Welcome to Resale Queen Chronicles, where I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen, your host. So we're talking about shipping tonight. And I just wanted to give you guys a few updates on what's going on with shipping. We Earlier, I'm just going to do a quick recap. We talked about free shipping versus buyer paid shipping. And then we talked about the uh, notice that uh, you that the post office put out about getting your supplies early. So now I want to tell you guys some information about FedEx. So FedEx signatures are back. FedEx signatures are back. So if you are uh, have a, have products that are higher end, more expensive, you normally will ship them through FedEx because of the, uh, I would say, the way that they handle uh, higher valued items, in my opinion. Uh, I would use them first before I would use anybody else. If I have a higher valued item, uh, I find that their handling is much better. However, you are going to pay for it. But if it's a high volume item, you don't mind that. Uh, during the pandemic, um, I'm sh as everyone knows, things for most com companies, as uh, far as how they handle things face to face, were scaled back because you know we wanted, wanted to make sure that we keep everyone safe, keep our COVID numbers down, so we can all go back to normal. Well, FedEx. Uh, for a while, they were uh, cutting back on um, having uh, drivers meet face-to-face -face with customers to get signatures for packages. And uh, they notified uh, sellers last week sometime that they will reinstate their physical signature requirements for paid premium signature services and commercial deliveries across the U.S., uh, beginning September 15th. That would be today. Well, today is when I'm taping this. 
Uh, so the reinstatement of signature requirements applies to shipments delivered by FedEx Express, FedEx Ground, FedEx Home Delivery, FedEx Freight, FedEx Office, and FedEx on-site locations. While FedEx has suspended physical signatures on March 23rd, 2020, it said it collected recipients' names, so, con so continue to collect surcharges for signature services. Some sellers, um, they've reacted um, with good news. I think this is good news. I don't think, think this is bad. Um, what, what is helpful in these situations when you have, to, when you, when it's necessary to get signatures is that you have the signature for your proof. The last thing you want to do is sell a luxury item, get a nice payout on it, package it well, do what you're supposed to do, and then have your buyer say something to the sort of, I didn't receive my package. And we all know, according to whichever platform you're on, sometimes the buyer is always right. We all know that saying, the customer is always right. Uh, even though we all know that's not always the case, but yeah, I think this is a good thing. Um, it shows that we are getting back to normal uh, in this world, even though we still have high high rates of infection of COVID-19 in some states. Um, they, I, I think it's, it will be something simple. I know when I get my FedEx deliveries, they're wearing, the drivers are wearing masks when they, when they are coming out of, um, out of the truck and coming to my porch. I don't meet them or anything because most of my stuff I don't need signatures for. They just leave it right on the porch. Um, so I think, uh, I think we'll be fine. Uh, I, I doubt that you'll have someone that has, that they'll say, oh, I got it from the FedEx man. I, with that type of, with them having protocols in place for safety, I think this is going to be a very, very good thing. So FedEx signatures are back. Yay. Now we get real proof of delivery. All right. So I have one more thing that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, and I just kind of want to preface this. Um, I'm not talking about it because I want to, highlight bad things that people do, because that is certainly not the case. I just want to talk about it just as a cautionary tale, because sometimes we have good intentions. We start out with good intentions, but we make bad decisions and it ends up being bad results. So I want to read this article uh, titled eBay Seller aided by FedEx employee gets five years for fraud. An eBay seller got five and a half years, that's 66 months, for selling stolen goods over a 10-year period and for tax evasion, according to the U.S. Department of Justice. The DOJ said, according to his guilty plea and other court documents, the defendant purchased over $3.5 million of stolen goods from 2009 through 2019 from individuals with insider access to the goods and merchandise who stole the items without detection. <sighs> the defendant, the defendant uh, purchased $1 million in Apple products from a New Mexico public school employee responsible for overseeing a program that provided the devices to underprivileged Native American school children, paying her over $800,000 through PayPal. A FedEx employee that 
purchased large quantities of goods from a former FedEx employee who obtained most of the items from bulk purchases shipped via FedEx, including a shipment destined for a Walmart distribution center in Smyrna, uh, Delaware. The defendant typically paid 50% of the retail price for the stolen goods and merchandise and sold them on eBay. In total, the defendant paid $1.5 million for the stolen goods that he resold for $3 million. Gosh, the, there was a college friend that was uh, involved in this. That defendant enlisted a college friend to allow him to sell stolen goods through the friend's eBay account in exchange for a commission over $10,000 per year. The three conspirators have pleaded guilty to their roles in the fraud scheme and are awaiting sentences. Don't do these things. You're already involved in something that can be profitable and help you with your family and provide a little side income. Everything that glitter ain't gold. It's, I'm sure that in the beginning, when these people were all talking about their, uh, their, their plan, it sounded like a good idea. Who was it going to hurt? It ends up hurting you. Especially the person who had the eBay account. Don't put stolen stuff on your eBay account. Don't do that. Don't put yourself in a predicament where eBay is going to be subpoenaed to get the records of your sales. Oh, and trust me eBay will supply your records of your sales and all the information that you post about in your listing to the police. If they are subpoenaed, they are going to do that. They got a whole department that deals with that. Don't do these things. Don't put yourself in a situation where not only your eBay account gets get suspended or restricted, but you could end up going to jail and losing time away from your family. Don't, don't, don't make those decisions. That's not a good choice. It's not. So I just wanted to talk to you guys about that uh, particular thing because I, at first I wasn't going to talk about it. And then I saw it and I was like, you know, this might be a cautionary tale for someone that who knows who could be listening or watching and go, yeah, I could do that. Don't do those things. It's easily tracked. It's They can easily see what's happening. Don't put yourself in that predicament. Just don't. That's it on that. So I just wanted to quickly address a couple things uh, while um, I have a little bit of time left. I got a couple messages, emails of questions and things. So one of the questions was, what's going on behind me? So as you can see, there's a lot of clutter behind me. I do not have like my backdrop and all that type of stuff Oops, uh, set up just yet. I'm getting there. Uh, this is my cluttered office that I share. And that side doesn't belong to me. That's all I'm saying. My side is all together somewhat, but it doesn't look like that side. <laughs> so I 
wanted to change where I did this from uh, because, well, just for technical reasons, I want it to be hardwired, have a better connection, use a better computer. I am in a room that I am looking, I'm using one computer. There's one computer to this side, another computer here, as you can see. So I have a lot of gadgets going on in this household. So I, yeah, that'll be, my backdrop will be cleaned up a little bit. I could probably put like a uh, virtual background or something on, but I got to find the right one and see, see how that works. Um, someone asked me about, um, oh, oh, the resale funnies. Uh, it's where I, where I would show funny memes. Uh, I'll probably add, add that back in. Um, I just really wanted to just get back into the flow of, of doing this again. I miss it. I, uh, I hope that people find what I talk about interesting and that it helps you in your journey for, for online reselling. That's why I do it. I like to educate. I like to help others obtain financial freedom. So this is at the end of the show for tonight, for today. Um, if you have any questions or want to reach out, feel free to contact me at info at resellqueen.com. That is R-E-S-E-L-L-Q-U-E-E-N at, yeah, at resellqueen.com. Uh, this is Tiffy T, the Resell Queen, and this is the most recent installment of Resell Queen Chronicles. I'll see you again. Bye.